right, what is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How we doing on a Wednesday? Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. All right, what's today? 23rd, March 23rd, 2022. How's everyone doing out there? How is your week so far? On today's show, it is Concept Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we do a concept show a little more advanced. Now, remember, Tuesdays, kind of beginner uh, beginner topics, beginner concepts, and then we kind of branch things out a little bit on Wednesdays. So, what we'll talk about on today's show uh, has a little bit to do with yesterday's show, and that's pricing. Because as good sports bettors, we know that there's only, only two circumstances which we should ever place a bet. And those are when information is not being accounted for in the line, something happened that the line isn't pricing in, or the information accounted for in the line is mispriced. Now, the first one, information is not accounted for, that's rarely going to happen. You're probably going to find 5% of our bets to be information not accounted for in the market. And you know what? Those are going to be in sports like hockey, soccer, college baseball, very soft markets. It's In general, if there's an NBA injury or NBA news, that line is moving within minutes. If there's NFL news, NFL injuries, that line is moving within about 30 seconds. College baseball, it's different. So yes, you can technically... Uh, beat the market to to moves, but that's very rare. Nine and a half out of 10 bets we make are going to be because the market, in our opinion, has mispriced something. Whether that's an injury, home court advantage, recent streak, coaching change, whatever. We think something is mispriced. That's why we make the bet. And again, we should only make bets when the line is wrong. You should never make a bet because a good team's playing a bad team. You should never make a bet because you have a feeling this team's going to win. It's only when there's something that we can point to and say, this is being mispriced. That's why I'm making this bet. So on today's show, we'll kind of do a deep dive on pricing and what to look for when handicapping games. Uh, want to thank Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is an awesome sponsor of the show because they let everyone listening bet and win a whole lot more money. Now, here's the thing. If you like playing player props, uh, there's really no reason why you shouldn't be with Thrive Fantasy because Thrive Fantasy allows you to parlay player props for the best payout in the entire industry. It doesn't matter whether you're on DraftKings, FanDuel, BetMGM, PointsBet, whatever. I promise you, the best bet you're going to get from parlaying player props are with Thrive Fantasy. Fantasy. So I recommend everyone, whether you just started betting last week or you've been doing this for 10 years, sign up with Thrive Fantasy, put in promo code SBD, and you'll get a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. And like I said, you can have so much more fun and make so much more money by using Thrive. Online or in the App Store, that's Thrive Fantasy. Remember, use promo code SBD for a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. Right, let's get to it. Pricing in the market. So obviously, as as we said, there's only two times where you ever want to make a bet when the pricing is wrong or when the pricing's not accounted for. Now, more often than not, 95% of the time, we're going to be betting on games where the prices are wrong. But this all has to start somewhere. We have to understand what prices are before anything happens. Okay, so really, in sports betting, everything we do, everything we evaluate should be boiled down to a number. Okay, it can and should be quantified. And that means 
How much is this player worth? How much is this coach worth? What about home field? What about injuries? What about streaks? What about matchup edges? All of these things need to be boiled down and reduced to a number. So look, at first when I started doing these podcasts, it was funny. I was like, well, you're not, you're not giving him enough info. You don't, how can, how should you tell the audience everything should be boiled down to a number? Like, what are they supposed to do? Right. I used to struggle with that until I realized about 99% of you listening right now, you're not professional betters. This is not something you deal with. This is not some struggle you've had, but I'm letting you know, if you want to make bets consistently that are winning, you have to follow these steps. And I understand most of you out there uh, have your normal jobs. You bet 10, 20, 30 bucks a weekend and you kind of let it go, right? But people listen to this podcast to start betting smarter and start getting better winning information. So I'm here to say, if you can't boil everything down to a number, that doesn't mean you should stop betting. But that does mean you should stop hoping that you win over the long run. That is what that means. Because unless you can tell me, let's say you bet the NBA, okay? And you don't know how many points James Harden's worth, what the home court advantage is for the Indiana Pacers, how the line will be affected if Doc Rivers is sick, if a game on the West Coast gets changed from uh, 6 o'clock to 7.30. How does all of that affect the line, right? If that all happened, how does that affect the line? If one of those happen, how does that affect the line? Okay, that's what, what I'm talking about. You can't bet the NFL if you don't know how many points Aaron Rodgers is worth. So everything in sports betting comes down to quantifying information and seeing is that information incorporated in the current line? It seems easy, but the whole trick here is coming up with a really accurate evaluation and prediction for what's going to happen. It's not enough to say, okay, the Broncos are hosting the Dolphins and it's going to snow. Well, clearly that's an advantage for the Broncos, right? Cold weather team, snow, you got Miami, but how much does that affect the line? And if you can't tell me to a half of a point, then you shouldn't be betting those angles. So everything should be boiled down to a number. And if you don't know how to, you can't, it's impossible pretty much, in my opinion, to win long-term. And yes, I said long-term. That's something people struggle with. You know, I know a lot of people out there, you're going to have 25 and five runs. That doesn't mean much. I'm sorry to say, sorry to be the bear of bad news here, but you go to a roulette table you're going to get a lot of times where red falls 25 out of 30. You're going to get a lot of times where black falls 25 out of 30. Okay. That doesn't mean, Hey, we've got something. You know, you ever been to, to a roulette table and someone sees 10 blacks in a row. They can justify betting either side. They could say, Oh, red's hot. I'm betting red. They could say, uh, black is due. I'm betting black. That doesn't mean if red or black come up, that's a good bet. But a lot of people justify things that way. So it's about being able to accurately price things and not overreacting to winning streaks, frankly, or losing streaks. As we said on yesterday's show, I know this is kind of hard to understand, but winning and losing doesn't matter. What matters is the process that you take to get there. Okay. If I'm the, the pit boss at a, at a casino and a blackjack table has lost 20 hands in a row, am I freaking out going, oh my God, it's lost 20 hands in a row. What's going on? Is it? No, because math says, okay, we're going to lose some, but over the long run, we're going to win. You're not freaking out over that. Okay, it, it, it's, it's the process of how everything works. Now, if I'm the same pit boss and we win 20 hands in a row, am I doing jumping jacks and dancing? Hey, we're on a hot streak. No, because you know there's some losses that are coming up in the pipeline. That's the same thing with what I do and what pro bettors do. You don't get too up on wins. You don't get too down on losses. It's about the process. Can it repeat itself over and over? And that's why on yesterday's show, when I talked about that guy saying pretty much, oh, we have a good team playing a bad team. 
Okay, you're going to make every bet that way? That's not why you make that bet. That's the purpose with everything here. It's about little details. Is the price wrong for what they're charging? So really, the, the, the steps you should be worried about when you're handicapping a game, first thing, you want to be able to price everything. Players, coaches, home courts, weather. That's the first step in this. You want to be able to price everything. And if you can't, then, you know, keep listening to shows like this or other people and getting your picks because you can't win yourself long term unless you can accurately, and that's the key, accurately price all of these things. Okay, so that's the first step. You have to be able to price everything. The second step, you have to be able to point to the price in the market and say, I think this is wrong for this reason, right? I think the avalanche are overpriced or underpriced for this specific reason. If you can't point to the number and say the line is wrong for this reason, again, you shouldn't be making the bet. Because if you don't know why the line's wrong, you don't know necessarily how they got there. And if you don't know how they got there, you don't know if they're pricing information or not. You don't know how they're pricing information in. You should know, okay, the price should be Avalanche minus 140. They're charging Avalanche minus 130 because they're undervaluing this defensive injury. And I don't think it's going to matter for the Avs. If you can point to that and say, this is why we're taking the bet, that's perfect. That's what you want long-term. And in that bet with the avalanche, if we bet on that angle we have and we lose the bet, we don't wake up the next morning and go, oh shit, did I, did I misprice that? Was that wrong? Was that, at least at this point in my career, that's not up for debate. That's, I know what I do is winning. If I lose a game, that's fine. If I win a game, great. But it's all about the process and being able to price this information correctly. So again, is the market taking whatever price into account? If yes, which is 95% of the time, the market rarely misses on information, then we don't make the bet. Or the other 5% of the time where it has been priced in and it's incorrect, well, that's another opportunity to make a bet. But we have to be confident that that is an incorrect pricing. That's what everything comes down to. And, you know, I think that a lot of people out there, which I understand the want to bet on good teams and the hesitation to bet on bad teams. But really, that's what the spread does. That's why the spread's the great equalizer. Again, on yesterday's show, when that nonsense handicapper was saying, hey, the Devils are only 20 and 46, their last 66 home games as underdogs, it's like, yeah, that's why the price exists. If every game was a coin flip and every game was minus 110, well, that record would have a lot of barrier. But since the New Jersey Devils are plus 150, plus 170, plus 200, that record has no barrier because it's accounted for in the prices. And all of you sports fans out there, you should learn from this that it's not just about betting good teams or, you know, you'll hear that all the time. Oh, who are you taking today? It's the Green Bay Packers minus 10 against the Jets. Oh, I'm taking Green Bay. Well, how come? Well, because Aaron Rodgers has 10 touchdowns, no interceptions his last couple weeks. Well, so fucking what? That's priced into the line. Just because Aaron Rodgers is a good quarterback doesn't mean we should be betting on the Packers. That's why they're minus 10, (laughs) you know? It's just like so many people listening in the NFL last year bet on teams like Tampa Bay and, and Green Bay and Kansas City. Why? Because it's easier to bet on good teams. Even if they're minus seven, minus eight, minus nine, well, they're a good team. Compared to the Jets or the Chicago Bears or, or D- Detroit Lions. You know, no one bets on the Lions, but did you know they went 11 and 6 against the spread last year? Right? But every week, oh, I'm not betting the Lions. I'm not betting the Lions. No, they suck. Well, that's why they're plus 8 and plus 10 and plus 12 for those very reasons. Price 
accounts for everything. And you're going to lose a lot of money if you don't understand that you can't bet on these soft angles you hear on ESPN or Fox Sports and think you're going to win long term. Betting on good teams and against bad teams is actually a practice you want to get rid of in sports betting. It seems counterintuitive, but it's all about price. What is the price? And what should the price be? Now, before we wrap today up, I'll use a very simple analogy that I've used before. And it has to do with uh, buying a car. Okay. So purchasing a car, very similar to, to betting sports. And before we get to that, if you're interested in VIG free betting, you want to start betting without the minus 110, you've got to check out Better Edge online, B E T T O R, like sports better, edge.com. Better Edge lets you bet VIG free for every single sport. And I promise you, whether you just started betting last week, you've been betting for 10 years, Better Edge lets you make a whole lot more money. That's a theme with these sponsors, right? I want to help the audience grow their bankroll, make more money. I'm not going to ever have BetMGM on as a sponsor. That's ridiculous. Those are cockroach bookies who want to take something from us. Better Edge is actually here for you, for the sports better, giving a little bit back. So if you want to start betting VIG free and making a ton more money and frankly, having a lot more fun, sign up at Better Edge, use promo code SBD, and you'll get a free $20 to play around with. By the way, that 20 bucks is rollover free. Online, betteredge.com, put in promo code SBD, so they know we sent you right here on Sports Betting Daily. All right, so before we wrap today up, pricing, uh, uh, getting prices right, we'll use our example, buying a car. So let's say we go to a dealership, and we know the Kelly Blue Book value is $50,000 for a car. But the, 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 the dealer says, yeah, but it needs 5,000 in repairs, okay? So we know it's a $50,000 car, but it needs 5,000 in repairs. So let's all do some quick math. You can pause the show if you want to. How much is the car worth? Okay, what is the car's value? Now the answer, again, pause if you need, the answer is $45,000, right? It's a $50,000 car, but it needs $5,000 of work. The actual fair price is 45000 So if the dealer quotes us 46000 for the car, we'll know that's too expensive. If the car dealer quotes us 44000 for the car, we'll know we're getting a good deal. Now, that's only a $2,000 difference, right? You may not notice the difference at all. You may say, oh, it's a $50,000 car. What does it matter if it's 44000 46000 That's the barrier between a good buy and a bad buy because you're crossing over the value point of $45,000. That's exactly how sports betting works. Now, the key, as we said earlier, is knowing how to price that information in. If we knew the car we're buying needed work, but didn't know it was going to cost $5,000, how in the world are we ever supposed to buy the car knowing we got a good price or not? At that point, we're just hoping, just like in sports betting. If James Harden's ruled out, and you don't know to a half of a point how much James Harden's worth... How are you ever supposed to make money betting the NBA long-term? Now, like I said, with the car, you could guess uh, the car might need 4,000 to 6,000. That's a big range. Just like, yeah, maybe James Harden's worth six, maybe six and a half, maybe seven points. That's a big range because one point off in the NBA is value. So everything comes back to, can we price the adjustments in and has the market already accounted for these things? If the answer is yes on both those, we shouldn't be betting the game. We only make bets when the line is wrong and something has been improperly priced into that game. So if you take something away from today's show, bet fewer games. Bet games where your confidence level is higher that the market is wrong. Otherwise, that's a losing effort in the long term. 
All right, hopefully you learned some from today's show. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.